I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You Podcast, where you'll learn how to operate from a place of confidence and make better choices with men. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Today, we're going to be talking about emotional availability, not just why are men so emotionally unavailable, but does emotionally available actually apply to you or do you just want it to apply to you? We're going to be going a little bit deeper on this one. In addition, before we start the meat of this podcast, I just want to share a few things up front. Number one, if you enjoy the Love You podcast, please share it with a friend, some high achieving woman who struggles with love. She will thank you for it. If you want to thank me for it, the best way to do it is to write a positive review on Apple or Spotify, or even give me a nice comment on YouTube. And uh, a reminder uh, of something we're going to be emphasizing more and more in future podcasts. If you go to evanmarkkatz.com forward slash questions, I've got a page where you could submit your dating and relationship questions in writing to me, and I will answer them on future podcasts. You can uh, apply for free live coaching with me to answer your question. We can get on Zoom and do this together. Um, that's going to be a feature that we do. You could send me screenshots of guys' profiles and things that you want to say or goofy stuff. The whole point is I want to get you more involved in this podcast. So get, go to evanmarkkatz.com forward slash questions to share your stuff with me so I could respond to it here. And of course, if you're serious about finding love uh, and you want to be in a relationship by the end of the year, We'll talk about how you could join Love You and uh, get the relationship that you've always deserved because you don't want to just be a dating and relationship expert who gives advice to your friends. You want to be the person who actually has the happily ever after thing that uh, I think everybody really wants. So um, let's begin here today by talking about the dilemma that people face after a serious relationship, not just as individuals, um, but who you choose to date. So when you're coming off of a relationship, now it might be an intense six-month relationship, two-year relationship, could be a marriage where you are now separated or recently divorced. Either way, you're going to have a big man-sized hole in your life where love used to be where time used to be, where space used to be, where energy used to be. And so it's not terribly surprising that a lot of people who are recently out of a relationship and find themselves feeling adrift without their best friend, lonely, um, knowing that they can't go backwards, but wanting to move on, getting right back into the dating scene. I, I think it's a very normal reaction. I've, I've told the story many times of how I got dumped by a girlfriend 20 years ago and you know, I was crying. It was, it was a pretty ugly scene. By the time I drove home in 15 minutes, I went back on the dating sites and I just needed to move forward. In retrospect, probably wasn't that fair to the first few people I dated uh, or went out with. But yeah, my philosophy was I gotta, I gotta move on. I'm not someone who stagnates or spends too much time licking my wounds and beating myself up. I just needed to move on. So I think that's uh, relatively common. Sometimes people take time to heal. But even when people take time to heal, now they like, I want someone in my life, right? Like my life can't just be work. My life can't just be hobbies. I need touch. I need affection. I need a different kind of attention that only dating relationships can provide. This is an authentic problem. 
And I don't want to sound like I'm putting anybody down who's wrestling with this problem because I'm certainly not. I just said I was guilty of the same thing myself. But so much time is invested, uh, at least with me as a coach, complaining about the emotional unavailability of men. Why doesn't he tell me that he's not looking for something serious right now? Because it's not so much in his self-interest to tell you, hey, just so you know, just got out of a serious relationship a month ago. I'm just dating around right now. Don't waste your time on me. It's not something someone's going to say. What someone's going to say, and it's sincere and heartfelt, is that relationship was going bad for a long time. The breakup was overdue. I now have space and time, and I really like you, and I want to see where this goes. I don't know where it's going to go, but I want to see where it goes. And he's telling you his version of truth. And then you discover that that man, who is fresh out of a breakup, in fact, isn't available for what you're ready for. He might be ready to be a boyfriend, but is he on the same path to being a life partner, a husband? Probably not. A guy who is recently separated, not in a good place for a committed relationship. A guy who is recently divorced and hasn't had another serious relationship post-divorce. Guy's still on the rebound. So these are not bad men or evil men or lying men. They're men on the rebound who are trying to figure out, well, this relationship didn't work. I don't even know what I want. I want time to myself, but I'm feeling really lonely. They put themselves on dating apps. They fall hard for someone they're attracted to who's really different than their ex. They dive in. And then one day you wake up in a year and a half wondering, hey, where's this relationship going? And the guy's like, what are you talking about? I, 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 I'm not even divorced yet, right? which wasn't a secret. You just jumped on that train that was going in the wrong direction, right? And you didn't even pay attention to it because you were lonely. He was cute. He showed you attention and it felt good. So we really want to be more deliberate and intentional about who we choose at the beginning and avoiding these things. We could call them red flags. It sounds like it's a, a too much of a personal attack. But we want to avoid putting ourselves in the position of doing this. My, my sister did this. Uh, I don't think it's too much of a secret, you know, 20 years ago, but my sister dated a guy at her job who was separated and they fell really hard for each other and they were in love and he was a super guy, right? And one year into the relationship, she was kind of like, so where do you see this going? And he just like shut the whole thing down because he wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't ready for it to go any anywhere. And he couldn't have said that or known that. No one's going to tell you, don't waste your time on me. They sincerely believe that they're ready, but they're not. And this got verified to me this week, which is why I'm doing this podcast with you. We had this conversation in our Love You Live coaching group, right? Where someone was lamenting how she invested time and, you know, uh, on another guy who's not ready for her and he's either long distance or he's recently divorced or he's separated or he's fresh out of a relationship or he claims at the beginning he doesn't know what he's looking for and she completely ignores that he says that and then six months, one year later, she's paying the price for that. So someone else raised their hand in my coaching group and shared something and I'm, I'm going to quote it. She said that she has been divorced for five years and there's a client, single mom, late 30s. She's been divorced for five years. She wanted to be available. She was lonely. She had something missing in her life that she wanted to fill with 
dating and relationships, understandably post-divorce. In her words, she only became emotionally available in the last year, which is when she joined Love You. In the four years prior to that, she unintentionally hurt three guys who pushed to be in relationships with her when she was still trying to figure out who she was as a single woman, what was a good fit for her life, for her kid's life. These were just the guys that she was testing things out on. I wouldn't say she was using them, but you can't always ask people to be rational actors in these situations. So no one's going to protect you from these things. You're never going to find a guy who says, don't sleep with me. The story will be, why is this guy using me for sex? You entered into a relationship that was not committed and put sex first and we're hoping for commitment. That's That becomes your responsibility ultimately. The same thing for choosing a person who's not av- not available. He's not going to tell you he's not available. It's not, it's not realistic. And just like my client, who again, I'm not going to mention her name, she isn't a bad person who is using guys on the rebound. That was, wasn't the point. This was her attempt to move on from her marriage. Right? And she didn't know what she didn't know at the time. And nobody's really responsible for n- not knowing what they don't know. So it's your responsibility to make better choices early on and avoid high-risk partners so that you don't find yourself in the position that my client did, where she's a really nice person who became uh, an unintentional heartbreaker. Right? And we see this happen all the time. This is the most common thing where people get on a path and they don't really look a few steps ahead and then they're surprised and crushed that the most predictable thing happened. The long distance guy didn't want to move to my city. The recently divorced guy isn't really ready for marriage, isn't sure if he wants marriage. The guy who says he's not sure if he wants kids in his late 30s actually doesn't want kids. All predictable. We avoid that by choosing people who are a very clear hell yes on marriage and kids and you, right? And you share a vision of where you're going and when you're going there. And it doesn't take that long to establish that. That's stuff you could figure out in the first month. Short of blaming you or blaming men, I'm not in the interest of blaming. I want to let everybody off the hook for not knowing what they don't know and say, you can make better choices in the future just by asking these questions, not to him, but by asking, is this guy on the same path as I am? If so, then I can invest emotionally in him. And am I dateable? Would you ever tell a guy not to date you? Probably not. You're going to have to work your shit out through dating, right? And that should also make you a little bit more humble about how men do the exact same thing. They think they're available when they are not. Uh, Don't forget, we're taking questions on the Love You podcast. I'm going to be trying to do more podcasts, maybe a second podcast every week where I do live coaching with clients or ask or answer written questions um, in long form writing. And so go to evanmarkatz.com forward slash questions and give me your submissions so I could try to help you out in this form. I'm not just doing my weekly rant, but actually answering your specific question about what's going on in your love life. My name is Evan Marcatz. Thanks for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell, and choose all to get notified when new content comes out. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please leave a written review, which helps to amplify this podcast to other high-achieving women who are ready for love. And if you want a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, 
go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash apply and watch my free video about how you could fix your broken man picker. When you're done, apply to Love You to join other women in the coaching community where you'll gain confidence, raise your standards for what you expect from men, and get the relationship you deserve. I'll see you there.